0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week of Pillows and Beer. Shout out to all of our besties out there. We're starting to know more and more of who you are, and we enjoy it. I loved getting to see some of our besties at Camden Yards the other day, so thanks for coming out and supporting me. But I am in New York City, podcasting live from there, and we're joined by Austin, who's out at his parents' house for his dad's birthday and member guest in Seabrook and Nick and I'm pretty sure the Virginias. No, I was actually guessing that time. Charlottesville? Yeah, Virginias. How is everybody doing today?
0: Craig, I'm actually I'm impressed. I mean, I know that, you know, you listen to the things that I say, but you nailed it spot on. I am out at my parents' house on Seabrook for my dad's birthday today, so a quick little shout out to TK, that's Tom Kroll, on his birthday, we're not going to disclose his age, and um, I played a little birthday round with him today, just, just nine, just a quick little nine before the member guest commences tomorrow, but Craig... Tell me your thought process with your first pitch at Camden Yards because I know that when I pitched I was nervous and it was to, you know, 50 people, you know, if that. So it was a good pitch, by the way.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I was, it wasn't rushed. I mean, as soon as they said, you, can, you know, it's your pitch, I just threw. I was like, you can't think about this. Like, just throw the ball like you know how to do.
0: Um, I actually noticed that, by the way. I actually noticed that you didn't spend much time up there. It was like, all right, man, you know, you're up. And then within three seconds, like you'd already kind of fired it out there. And I was like, you know what? Maybe that's
1: smart. Yeah. I mean, it would have been neat to do like more of like a ceremony and like make a thing out of being out there. But then I was like, you know, then if you mess up, you look silly. I, I think recently in life, even like golfing in my member, member, I've been like worried about not messing up too bad instead of like attacking. Um, and so I've been fighting that, which is weird. I think it's like I think it's some sort of anxiety that's been caused by being on TV so long because I was never that guy before. But like my nerves were. I was so worried about letting, like, everyone down and everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, just getting invited to throw the pitch is what counts. Like, we don't care how you – like, afterwards, it's really incredible how much pressure that I put on myself um, to just throw a baseball. But, I mean, that's hindsight. You know, that's hindsight. But it was – after the fact, I was so happy that my dad, like, had organized – I was like, dad, I'm so happy you invited everyone now that I did well. And he's like, I didn't invite anyone. Just anyone in our family that found out you were doing it was like, oh, sweet. I'm coming. So we had like 40 people there, which was 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 quite impressive. Um, Even Paige was like, wow, you guys really have like a supportive extended family. And a lot of them weren't even blood.
0: Who do you think or, or and what do you mean? Like, who would you have let down and, you know, how? Just like well, that that's throwing the, the ball backwards or something. Just like
1: yeah, like that throwing the it, you know, thing. behind you. <laughs> like for some reason in my head, I was like, "Oh, like I have to throw this good pitch for everyone mm-hmm. coming to watch." I think there was a sense of finality because it was only one. But I mean, I recognized it, and fortunately, the day before the pitches, when I was really nervous, the day of, I was like, "Do not let yourself turn this event that's supposed to be really fun." and like quite an honor and ceremonial like don't ruin it by being by like creating stress um that's right so so anyway we got there um everyone was great uh man do they run things like a very well-oiled machine i mean there's no like there's no um fluff you know or there's no like hoorah it's like You come in and they say, all right, you know, it's a bit like, you know, here's your badge. You walk out on the field. You meet the people you're supposed to meet. I did a quick TV interview because Brooks Robinson passed away. You know, I don't follow baseball that closely anymore. But fortunately, he like my first signed baseball ever was from Brooks that my granddad had gotten from him for my dad. Um, And then my dad passed down to me. So I had something to talk about. But now that I've told you how stupid. My mental state was, I will tell you how, what happened, though. So I walked out onto Camden Yards. I was like, oh, this is neat. But the lieutenant governor was also there. So there was a lot of security. Um, You jumped over the base
0: path. You jumped over the base path. That was
1: interesting. Well, that's, you know, it's bad luck to step on the the base path. Okay. Um, And to the Orioles' credit, they make sure that you know that. They're like, do not step on the base path. Like, it's bad luck. And then everyone else was like, oh, look, Craig knows what he's doing. And I was like, I get that, but... They gave you a heads up to not do it. Um, And then they said you couldn't pitch from the mound because they're like, we're going to leave that for the pitcher. And I was like, "Okay, that makes sense. And then I got up there and, yeah, like I looked around and then I like kind of, you know, blacked out for a second. And I just remember watching the flight path of the ball. And then the mascot ran up, and he was great. He was like, dude, that was great. He was like, that's he was like, "That's one of the best ones all season. He's like, you're good, dude. You're good. And I was like, I was so freaking nervous. And he's like, dude, there was nothing to be nervous about. And then the lieutenant governor was like, how am I supposed to go after you? And I didn't realize who it was at first, so I gave her a big hug. And um, there was, like, some rap, uh, rappers there that were really nice. And uh, it was just – I mean, it was cool, but I would – like, the baseball team was nice, but, I mean, it's very, like, you know, ceremonial. Like, they're there to play a baseball game. So I, like, didn't want to intrude. I definitely could have been more – I just, like – you know how shy I get sometimes. So, like, I didn't go in the dugout. Not that I was invited to, but, like, I didn't press for anything.
0: Well, I I certainly get being nervous. Nick, Nick is going to – post our side by side of uh, our two our two pitches. I do have to say, Craig, <clears throat> I got to give you some props here. Your fucking outfit was fire with with like the orange hoodie and then and then what was it like a pinstripe jersey or no? No, 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 it was just like a white jersey.
1: Yeah. And then
0: and then and then your orange yeah, you, know, you had some orange flare on your shoes and I was like, all right, at least Craig looks the part, right?
1: Like I feel like I looked like a happens, real celebrity, like a real celebrity throwing it, which I was like, right. okay, with like the long right. hair.
0: I was about to say, you didn't have a hat on and you were just letting your flow flow. And I was like, look at Craig's flow going right now. Uh, Everyone right, keeps calling it a there, mullet.
1: And I'm like, it's not nah, a mullet. It's just long nah. hair. Nah, it's not a mullet. It's just it's just longer. Um, well, we gotta get you to the so, Braves, and I'll talk you like you know like you already know. Oh I my like, God. I think we should just go on this circuit because you know the Orioles people were great. They were like, hey, any you know like we've never like we've gotten more messages about this first pitch than ever. You know, like people are actually coming to see you, and you're like, sure. hey, like if you want me and the boys to come back, maybe I'll be a little less. <laughs> nervous next time sure so so
0: (laughs) once you deal with a professional sports team you realize how much like it hums kind of like you just said you were like it is a well-oiled machine right professional sports teams are like well-oiled right I mean they have someone who deals with this and that and like you would almost laugh at like the titles of some of these people, and then you're like, I didn't even realize that they had like a division for that. They're like, Oh yeah, they have you know five of us in this division, so a pro sports team certainly hums. And I know the feeling that that you're talking about. You're like, All right, man, boy, like, you know, we should get you onto this one or to this one because when I got coordinated for the Charlotte MLS team. I was like, "Wait a minute. Now I want to bang the drum for the Panthers and I want to shoot like a half court shot at you know the Charlotte Hornets
1: and I want to do all of the things so I totally get it." Did so we're like, "Do you find yourself getting more nervous about stuff now or being more anxious or like I mean, I used to be the kid that was like hit me the ball. Like at the end of the game, I was like, "I know that I will make this out. Please just hit me the ball." Like and now I just have like – I don't know if it's like my con- – like I don't know. Okay, what do you think?
0: okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, man. I have a question for you. Did you at any point in, in time – and this will say a lot more about me than you if, if you answer this in a different way. But at any point in time when they said your name, like were you most nervous when they just said Craig? And then you're like, oh, man, what if someone boos, you know? Did you oh, ever no, have that I thought?
1: Was, I was too like – I was too in the, in the, and focused on, um, you know, because clearly they're like,
0: and welcome to the
1: mound, Austin Kroll from Southern shot, you
0: know? And then you're like, Oh shit. What if someone boos me? I mean, that's, that's the thought that went through my head. So then to answer your question, yes, like I, I certainly am more in my head than, I used to be right where I'd be like, yes, I'm throwing out that first, you know, pitch or like I'm going to shoot that half court shot. And then you're like, oh, God, what if I airball it now?
1: Now, now, right. you know, right. everyone's going to be tagging me. Well, and everyone's going to be saying shit. I think like, you know, we were probably good in life of being like, we don't really care. Like Paige was like, really, Craig, the fucking main thing you tell me is don't care about what other people think. And you're going to be the one that's nervous up here. And I was like. I mean that's fair. I was like, that's fair, but maybe it's because yeah. like this is actually in my control. Um, but at the end of the day, I was like, don't let it ruin like a really, you know, cool honor. Um, and I, you know, appreciate the Orioles for, for having me on such a night. And um, my like dad's old roommate like uh, has worked at the Orioles for like thirty seven years, and you know we're from that area, or my dad's family's from that area, so it was a cool. And then the Orioles won, won nothing, um, with fireworks at the end. And we stayed the whole game. And uh, it was raining at one point, And Paige is like, why, why? So am I the only one that is noticing that we're getting rained on right now? And I was like, well, you know, it's not cold, so it's fine. she's like, this is so weird that you guys are sitting in the rain. And then, like, country boy, thank God I'm a country boy, came on. And everyone knew the words to the song. Like, thank God I'm a country boy. And, like, my cousins were all singing it. And she was like, what the fuck? Well, Craig, it sounds like
0: you had an awesome time at Camden Yards. And if y'all haven't been, and if you don't know what it is, it seriously is one of the most—it's one of the oldest and most historic stadiums in the country and in all of Major League Baseball. Uh, I grew up on the O's, you know, until I moved out of that area. But um, all right, well, let's go to a quick commercial break here. What do you say? And uh, we'll come back with some more pillows and beer. Can anyone else relate to this? I hate to waste time trying to recover from a night of drinking. Maybe you had some drinks with friends on Sunday and woke up groggy and foggy Monday. No, thank you. That's why I love morning recovery. Um, honestly, this this past weekend, uh, I went to Penn State, Craig, and before I went, I threw these like little bottles. They're like four ounce little shot bottles almost. I threw three of them in into my bag, and each day prior to getting you know, going, I drank one of these and I have to say I felt fantastic. Well not, you know, I, I mean as good as you can, right? I mean, I abused my body. Let's let's be honest. But these things really worked. And now I brought three of them here for the member guest this weekend. And um, I already I already need to re-up. So uh, it tastes great and they have lemon and a mango citrusy flavor.
1: Now for you skeptics out there, let me drop some science on you. They conducted a clinical study and users of morning recovery felt up to 80% better than those without morning recovery across various symptoms after drinking. Go to more That's more labs, morelabs.com. That's morelabs, dot com, and use code PILLOWS for 25% off your first order of morning recovery. That's morelabs.com and use code PILLOWS for 25% off your first order of morning recovery. You know, that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store.
0: But did you know Shopify powers selling in-person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere, online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock.
1: Without Shopify, I would not be where I am today with Sewing Down South. I mean, we might not even have a company anymore, let alone a giant flagship store on the busiest shopping street in downtown Charleston. Shopify has been with me since day one through all of our e-commerce online. And then we brought it into our store to help us process payments. It makes collecting payments (laughs) just I mean, you don't even think about it. You know, we don't take cash in our store, which I know is crazy this day and age. The fact that you can't walk into a store and buy something with cash anymore is nuts. But that's another talk. But for us, we only accept um, electronic payments and Shopify allows us to do that seamlessly uh their card readers are the best we've ever used. We actually bring it to BravoCon and to all of our pop-up shops with us. Shopify is with me in sewing down south every day of my life. I can access all of my data in real time, all of my consumer data and how consumers are behaving on our website or in the store, all from Shopify's easy to use app. So I think you should join me in sewing down south and using shopify with your business sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash pillows and beer all lowercase go to shopify.com slash pillows and beer to take your retail business to the next level today shopify.com pillows and beer welcome back to this episode of pillows and beer we've got actually some incredible not actually because our besties are amazing we've got some really really great submissions to the merch contest already so continue to send your stuff to the boys at pillowsandbeer.com. make the subject line merch contest they need to be submitted by noon october 9th um we we have some front runners already austin how are you feeling about our besties creative skills
0: it's like an open forum to let people just let you know their creative flag fly and um i'm like wait a minute i could have thought of that but you know the fact of the matter is like i didn't so it's really cool to see and the submissions i always love when besties participate and yeah i even shared one with nick and craig Today that I got via DM and I was like this is awesome so i um, stoked to see all of the submissions that Nick tells us or shares with us and then and then we'll share with all of you
1: and you'll come meet us um, backstage at if you're able to make a show to the show closest to you and you'll get to see your merch being uh, being worn all over the the theater so we're um, we're excited about that Hey, I. Uh, it's funny that gambling is gambling because you know there's a reason Vegas makes money. Um, and even though DraftKings is for entertainment purposes only, um, last week we lost our bet again, boys. Did you see that we lost by two points? I think it was point point. F- was it two points?
0: Right. Right. So so we were at 42 was was over under and we needed it to get to 44. Yeah, two so points.
1: Austin was right. Austin was right. And it's because at the end of the game they needed like the other team needed to keep possession and try to score, but once the winning team got the ball, um I did say I did say to do the under, but uh
0: and and Craig's response was Okay, uh, and Austin's response is noted, and we will talk about that.
1: Well, you Once get to we're pick. Take the over. Well, you get to pick. Um, you get to pick this one. So tonight's game is uh, the Lions versus the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are getting a point and a half. That means you, the Lions have to win by two in order to win the bet. The over/under, the point total is at forty-six. You can pick the Green Bay Packers to win outright to double your money or you can win pick the Detroit Lions to win for 80% winnings. Sh- should we the, do our first parlay on here and take the over and the Lions to win? That would pay at
0: 50 bucks. Lions to win straight up over 46 that, over 46, excuse me. Um, got to tell us, Craig.
1: Okay, so fifty dollar parlay. This is how. This is when. This is when it goes downhill, uh, for my college friends. But not really. But parlays are, are a fun little thing. <laughs> so if we bet fifty dollars, we win one hundred and seventy five. If the over right. and.
0: Well, there you have it. We are going to bet the lions, straight up. With a parlay into the over, got it. Fifty bucks to win one hundred and seventy-five. Let's get back into the
1: green, fellas. Let's get back into the green. Oh, that is fun. You know why we're doing well too? Because we haven't increased our bets. We just bet for fun, for entertainment purposes. Also, join our fantasy league. It is free. We do it every week. It is only the Sunday games, so you can sign up and you know sign up by midnight on Saturday or early Sunday morning. But it is fun. It took me two seconds to figure it out. Even if you don't know anything about football, it will give you something to root for with your partner. This weekend, um, they will probably think it's funny. I thought it was funny how Travis Kelsey's brother um, played the, told him the Taylor Swift joke, and was like, "Dude, that was so nice of her to put you on the map." <laughs> Everything, Which obviously, about, about singing, his life.
0: Everything about his life is blowing up even more as if he needed it to, you know, he's already like a top tier stud in the NFL. And then you add Taylor Swift to the top of it. And all of a sudden it's like his podcast is like number one on Apple. His jersey is like number
1: one sales. Yeah, Uh, if they aren't hooking up like she did him a great solid and he can just high five her and be like, you know what? That was pretty cool.
0: Except yeah. then he's yeah. going to have the Swifties True. come
1: after him once they break up and the, I I don't think I want the Swifties coming after me. I mean the believers yeah. still go after Selena. I know, isn't that which is wild? Crazy. Like get a life. Get a life.
0: Craig, there is a new episode of Southern Charm out tonight. Episode 3. It feels like we're on episode 8, but we're only on Wait. episode 3. You know,
1: to your credit, Austin, you are handling the this better than I've ever seen you handle anything. And I I, not selfishly, but I personally am grateful for it. And I, I'm just happy. I'm happy. It's not the other way. Um, well, how, how has you know it what, been?
0: I, I am a, just in a good place. Um, and I don't seek out, you know, anything. Right. I I mean, I spent a while prior to this season, right? So on my explore page you and i have talked about this right where it's like you know for you it's goldens and snowboarding and hot babes and for me it's babes and football and snowboarding and bravo would pop up like a lot and so every time that bravo pops up on my like explore page i always tap it and say you know i'm not interested so that when i'm scrolling (laughs) i don't see this like a picture of my face up there saying something mean or nasty i don't know so like i don't go searching for it but um I, I like watched the clip that you posted the other night with with you and captain Lee and a previous uh a previous bestie on our podcast Mrs Kate Kate Chastain and she said that she loved it. She said that she loves our season so far and that makes me smile. I mean it really does well, because if it's like t-
1: if, th- if that's what you got out of it then it means you really are in a good place which is good cuz I recorded that like 3 weeks ago when I was in Florida and I oh. had forgotten about it and like oh <laughs> I'm trying to lay low now. Like I'm 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 all headlined out. Like every day I have to wake up and I'm more stressed than the people that I actually answer questions about cuz <laughs> And so I'm like, I'm just not going to comment on things for for a while. Um, and that was one of the last things And there. I was like, oh, God, I forgot I did that. And um, but she did. She said, you know, she said it was one of the best Bravo program she's ever watched. And then they've seen a lot of episodes.
0: I mean, that's that's a that's a high, high praise from two Bravo legends. And you know, Kate, Kate Chastain is is a funny one and she tells it how it is, which is why she's been so successful. I'm sure the for real so housewife
1: of Thailand. Is oh
0: my gosh, her. that's so true. That is how Kate and I very first met. If y'all remember Bravo con, I met her in the green room and I was like, oh, well, what show are you on? And she was like, I'm on the real housewives of Thailand ocean. And I was like, that sounds so interesting. And she was like, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> like, oh. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, I, I, I just feel like, um, I don't know, man, like, sure. I'm worried about, uh, I mean, I think about, you know, the future and future episodes and like thing, things that are to come. And, and, I just, I just know personally that there's like a lot of personal growth that is in there and that I hope that doesn't just completely get shrouded by, you know, other, other drama that's happening. And so that's kind of what I'm, you know, anxious for. Well, and I'm like, I mean, look. that's,
1: that'll be shown by, by your being able to laugh it off, which is great I and mean, keep moving forward and not trying to fight everything.
0: Gosh, when that, look, and, the, and besties out there. I mean, Craig and I have both, or, or uh, I mean, I can speak for me that in the past, I mean, we have both had, no, I'm going to speak for both of us. We've we've both had moments where where you know we get frustrated and you let it get to you, and you know you call up someone and you're like blah 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 blah, but like the best thing to do is just to like just 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 to let it go. I mean, you really have to try your hardest to just let it go.
1: Well, because there's nothing you can do about it, and that's the there's, thing. That's our life lesson uh, for the day: is if if you cannot control the outcome. And there's no reason to get all worked up about it. That's man, true, man. I have a
0: five I have a five minute journal, Craig, which I've posted about before and things like that. And it's super easy, which is why it's called the five minute journal. And it's basically like you know three three things that that would make today great, and three things that um, that's. Uh, I learned and then like another one and then and and then there's like a line where it says like what is your mantra for the day and I swear what what you just said I write down often right if I can't think of one that's like you know pressing and on the top of my mind the mantra that I write down is like you can only control things that you can control and like don't sweat the other stuff and that's basically what you just said so I think it's a big think
1: my um I think my text resonated to you the other day when I because one it ge- it gave me validity and like street cred for already having to go through something like it. But I was like, hey, I get it. That's why I stopped watching like five years ago. And I I thought that might have resonated to you because you're like, oh yeah, Craig's probably <laughs> had a season or two like this before too. It doesn't take away from it, but like I was like, I at least. Can con- like I I had some seasons that made me stop watching the show, which is no you know, definitely. And then, I can and relate I've, to it?
0: Well, yeah, man. Why do you think? Uh, I, you know, I mean, there are only like a small fraction of people on this planet that that can relate, and you know, you and Shep and and you know my close friends on the show. I mean, that's why it's like a different sort of friendship than you know others because no one else can really relate to like all all the like insane things that happen and and you know man you pop awake like at 4 a.m and then you start thinking you know like intrusive thoughts and then you're like wait, wait wait did i say this to her at that point or did i say this and then you're like oh my god i can't go back to sleep now <laughs> it is an interesting thing to deal wait, with also, sometimes
1: you did throw from the mound Oh, I did? Yeah. Our, dude, that shows you how bad our memory is. You legitimately threw from the rubber. They wouldn't let me.
0: What a what a great transition, Craig.
1: Sorry. would <laughs> just throw from the mound. Because I just saw someone's comment, and I was like, sorry, Craig, Austin threw from the rubber, pitch number two. And I was like, well, yeah, obviously. But I was like, he just spent the last two episodes saying how he didn't. Yours was great.
0: Yours was great. <laughs>
1: Did uh, I, that was the first time I saw did it. Did I like
0: innately time. lie to you so that you would throw it from I, the front I, I so that I would look like better? Yours. by Sabotage. <laughs> saboteur. I, sabotage. I am a saboteur.
1: Well, talking about sabotage, saboteurs, um, our first question of the week is all about sabotage. <laughs> well, wait, um, should, we,
0: should we take a little break here or should we just keep on rolling? Yeah, yeah let's yeah, take we'll a take quick a little commercial
1: break. break. Because this is a, uh, we got a lot of listener questions, bestie questions. You know, that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store.
0: But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere, online, in store, on social media and beyond. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock.
1: Without Shopify, I would not be where I am today with Sewing Down South. I mean, we might not even have a company anymore, let alone a giant flagship store on the busiest shopping street in downtown Charleston. Shopify has been with me since day one through all of our e-commerce online, and then we brought it into our store to help us process payments. It makes collecting payments (laughs) just uh, I mean you don't even think about it you know we don't take cash in our store which I know is crazy this day and age the fact that you can't walk into a store and buy something with cash anymore is nuts but that's another talk but for us we only accept um electronic payments and Shopify allows us to do that seamlessly Uh, Their card readers are the best we've ever used. We actually bring it to BravoCon and to all of our pop-up shops with us. Shopify is with me in Sewing Down South every day of my life. I can access all of my data in real time, all of my consumer data, and how consumers are behaving on our website or in the store, all from Shopify's easy-to-use app. So... I think you should join me in Sewing Down South and using Shopify with your business. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pillows and beer, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pillows and beer to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash pillows and beer.
0: Coming up. What's up, besties, and welcome back to this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. I am joined, as always, by Mr. Craig Conover, who is in one of my favorite places to say that we podcast from, which is Paige's Closet, and we got Mr. Nick Norris in Virginia, and I am out at my parents' house uh, out on Kew Island. So welcome back to this week's episode.
1: Thanks for joining us, guys. Good luck with the member guest this weekend. And, thank you. Um, thank you. Hopefully you do. happy birthday to my dad tom Kroll. um okay so we've got yeah happy birthday to the the patriarch of the Krolls. Right. to catch everyone up are actually let's let's announce our those tour dates well you can buy tickets for the milwaukee uh, tour stop which is what november 7th is that, is that correct november um, 7th that tickets
0: Hall. tickets Hall. are officially so I didn't tell you both this, but um a bestie that's been listening to us for a while, and I'm sure that she's, you know, gonna hear this and she's gonna giggle, but asked me when we were coming to Houston, and before we even like announced any dates, I told her because she said that she has a friend coming in from London, and I was like, All right, all right, well, this like is tentative. And if you say that it came from me, then I'll deny it until I die. Because if it's not on that date. And Thank goodness that it is on that date. So as Craig said, November 7th is in Milwaukee. but And then shortly thereafter uh, on the weekend on the 12th, uh, November 12th is Nashville. And then November 15th on a Wednesday is Houston. So I know that we have two people who are for sure coming to Houston, Craig, before we even put it up for sale. So that's a win. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hold on. I guess if you want to, Craig, when he gets back, if you just want to get January 11th, is confirmed for Boston. If you want to throw another date out there, well, yeah.
1: Did everyone listening, Nick just said January 11th is confirmed for Boston, so mark that on your calendars. January 11th, Boston. The boys will be Can't in Boston. Can't buy tickets
0: yet, but we'll let yeah, you
1: know. But when. you can. Um, okay. First listener question: I need y'all's opinion. Ha uh-huh. ha. That was written Uh 10 or so years ago while at my cousin's house on Christmas break out of state. I met this guy named Jay. That's what we'll call him. We kept in touch for years. I'd see him when I'd be in town. Even throughout college, we always talked. It just never worked out for us to date. I was in school in Texas while he was in Arizona. He's always been crazy about me and I felt the same. My family even knows this kid. Facebook friends with him the whole nine yards. So I'm assuming that means they've met and hung out in person, right? And Nick, are you sure that
0: are you sure that I just want you to know that the (laughs) that the state code for Arizona is A Z. So Arkansas is is a a A AR or is Alaska A K? Yeah.
1: A K is Alaska.
0: A R is Arkansas Arkansas.
1: Okay, well, he was in Arkansas. That was my fault. Um, during COVID, he started talking to me daily, checking up on me, snapping me. Ooh, snapping you. One day, my mom randomly asked me, did you see that Jay got married yesterday? Whoa. I was shocked. He had been texting me the week prior, updating me on his life as a Marine. Without me, oh, wow. That, <laughs> without me even knowing he had a girlfriend to begin with. No social media presence of them at all until the wedding. After that, I cut all ties with him and did not reply when he texted me. Oh, he's a bad boy. I was caught off guard and hurt. It all seemed wrong to me. Now, when we were both 27 years old, he randomly texted me out of the blue. I was nice and told him how I was doing. I know he saw that I'm recently engaged. Well, right off the bat, he became too flirty and I had to block him. Then he proceeded to text me from a fake number saying he misses me. What do I do? Do I tell his wife or just hope he gets the hint? What are your thoughts? This is, great, this is a great
0: question. Um, and thank you for giving us the like full rundown so that everyone listening, including us, Uh, know exactly what's happening i think that and given that a lot of our listeners are female i think that this is called being a girl's girl and you literally must reach out to his wife at this point and be like hey right because you're not reaching out and being like hey we've been having like you know some some sort of like illicit you know affair but it's like hey like your boy, you know, get a get a handle on your boy, because if he's doing it to me, then he's probably doing it to others. Anyways, you know, good luck and goodbye. Block them all and move. on.
1: I don't disagree with you, but I would take a slightly different approach. I would tell your fiance this story and block this guy and refrain from all communication with this guy. I would erase them from your life. What Austin? What you're saying is true, and I understand. Like, like that is the that is the purest thing to do. But it I gets agree real with you too though, Craig. And if I you agree don't care, you too. yeah, like if you don't care, rid yourself of this guy. Like, rid yourself of this guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, because if. Uh, I was just going to say, if she gets involved, does that mean she cares? You know, obviously she can be like, well, I just cared about the girl. But, yeah, I mean, how do you get around that messiness?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I agree with you too, Craig. um, Because, like, first and foremost, I think that you're right. You know, you kind of go to your fiancé and you're like, hey, just want you to know, like – you can read this thing if you want to, but like he has been hitting me up and, he, and like he's married and now he knows that I'm engaged. So I just wanted to tell you to be human, forthright that I thought that he was just trying to be friendly. So I told him how my life was going and now we crossed the line. But then what you truly do is that if you truly are, you know, over this person, or you never had a, you know, like if then, then just completely prove that they do not mean a single thing to your life. And you're like blocked, blocked, snap, block, you know, Instagram blocked, phone number blocked him reaching out to you on a fake number only helps you by the way, because you can show your fiance, like, look, I mean, he is texting me from a you know, fake number and block, 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 and just never even think about,
1: this guy again protect you protect your relationship um i think he helped you because people like this are in love with the fantasy about especially when you have like an online relationship with this or when you talk to someone over technology and not in real life there's a fantasy behind it all you have to do is watch a lot of catfish even when it's the person that they say they are that in-person chemistry is just going to be different and the fact that he hid his wife from you and is texting you while married means that he's not the guy that you thought he was anyway. So I think you just cut this guy completely. out.
0: I mean, yeah, it's true. Right. Because kind of the route that I said at first just leads to more bullshit and drama and stuff that you don't deserve to deal with. So just, just, you know, just block it, just end it, just, just be forthright with the fiance and then be like, okay. And moving on. Right. And then yeah. Okay.
1: Um well, good luck to uh I don't want to even give the first letter to her name, but you know who you are uh listening. Um okay. okay hey. I, well, wait, I'm okay. going to do one. Okay. Which one are you going to do? 3? No, just go. It's your it's yours and then I'll do the next one. Okay. Um I am randomly okay. selecting. I'm not going right. in order, so you can do. Okay.
0: Hey, Craig and Austin. I know you all have got this question before, but what is the best way to start a conversation with a guy online? Since I use Bumble, I need to start the conversation, but I end up being shy and lame and end up just saying hi. What are some good ways to get the guy a little more interested than just
1: hi? Well, this um, is a, I mean, I was always going to defer to you on this, and then I have some ideas, but I just think that you have – more experience in that era. well well
0: just because i'm the single one doesn't mean that you don't know what you would say to a girl or no but you what's, are, would get your attention you as a girl shy. saying hey to you
1: yeah right, but you yeah were yeah always so less shy
0: so i feel like kind of what craig just said um in the previous answer was where we were talking about in this day and age and technology and being mm-hmm. careful what you say to someone online. I, I always like, I either keep it super, super brief or I say something like, you know, really, really dumb, you know, like, do you remember? And then they're like, remember what? And I'm like the 21st night of September. Like I I just try to keep it because if they matched with you, then they're already interested. Right. So you don't really have to say much in my opinion, I mean, hi, sure. Hi, hi is boring. Um, well, it can be perceived as boring if, if your Bumble conversations are just like like a whole slew of like, hi, 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 hi. But I mean, if it works, then it works. But you're saying that um, maybe it's not the best line. I, I, I think that you start with something funny, ask what they did the past weekend, ask what they're doing this weekend,
1: and... Here's what would work on me if you wanted, like, the, like, if, yeah, if I was in this situation and I was on the guy on the receiving end and you lived in the same town, I'm not sure if Bumble's location-based, I would say, hey, do you want to get drinks tonight? I mean, I don't know if that's how it works, but it would take any of that shit out of it and you'd just be like, like, if a girl messaged me that on an app and I thought she was attractive and she just said hey do you want to get drinks tonight i like you can meet up at the bar there's no pressure you like there's going to be people around and you can have that intro combo and i think Bumble was supposed to be like more substance behind it i think that was the design of it of being like oh well you can be more selective and get to know each other but there's never going to be an a better way of getting to know each other than over you know drinks at the bar for me
0: and once again this is why i'm glad that that i have like a partner in crime on this podcast so that so that we can bounce off each other i completely agree with <clears throat> i feel like like you must strike while the iron's hot because i can only imagine that that on a place like bumble right it's like all of these matches right and what you don't want to do is get is get lost in, you know, the sauce of just like an idle chat, right? The idle chat is like, okay, now moving on to the next one. Okay, right. now what's she doing or what's he doing or what's... So kind of like Craig said, like just really taking the bull by the horns and being like, hey, like let's do this thing now. Because if we let this thing, you know, marinate for too long, then like we might just both you know, go in our own directions, and then you're like, well shit, and, that's,
1: and wouldn't that like assertiveness be like, like, here's the thing. If you talk too long online, it becomes an online fantasy. Like that's, it's a technological fantasy. Um, and I think that if people like us read a message that was like, Hey, you want to go grab drinks? Like I'm bored. You'd just be like, ah, uh, yeah, I guess we're going to get drinks, you know? Yeah, like, sure. Uh, I'll meet you at the bar in uh, two hours. Like I, like
0: I get, I get home at five. It'll take me, an hour to get ready, and I'll meet you somewhere at six thirty. Like that and, is awesome. That's awesome. You, That's like the ultimate. You, That's what you want. Yeah.
1: If you take, I would love for the per for our bestie that wrote this. Like, if there's a guy on there that you want to grab drinks with, like, take this advice and let us know how it goes because we're we are, we're invested and we would like to know. Obviously, use all be safe and use all the protocols and let people know where you're going, Um but. That would be – I would love to hear how, how that worked and what the response is. And I think everyone else listening would be too because some people listening would be like, that's crazy. But I, there's a weird part of me that thinks that that's a, a good strategy. Like you're going to be different than most girls. Um, okay. Hi, a and I like that. Okay. I just found out that my buddy's newest girlfriend is already cheating on him. Whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already did not like and even... Tra- I already did not like her and even tried to get him to stop dating her in the early stages. So he is annoyed already at me about this. One of my girlfriends knows the guy that she is hooking up with on the side. How do I tell him this time? Man, haven't we all dealt with this before? Um, look. I will just give a semi-simple answer I think the first time that she cheats you have to tell him but after that you don't it's not your problem anymore and I have lost friends because of this I have I i'm I'm a very assertive friend and very passionate friend when it comes to this I think we all know that um but it's your job to let her know let him know about the first time but like if you make it your mission you're I mean, the problem is, is she's going to pull him away from you. But like, you got to tell him, but you better know it's true. Um, Like I had suspicions about a friend one time and and I'm not talking about anyone here. Um, And like one time our friend like saw it happening and we were like, okay, we have to tell him. Um, But, you know, it didn't change anything at all. So I don't know. What do you think, Austin? I need your temperament on this. Hey mom. Hey, how are you? Good.
0: <laughs> um, and mom just walks in. Okay. <clears throat> she just she just walked in because she went downtown to shop in Charleston. Um, gosh, man, this is such a tough one, Craig. Because, I uh, well, it's not that tough, right? I I feel like I feel like the answer is that you need the proof.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I mean dude, that. he's saying one of my girlfriends knows the guy that she's hooking right. up with on the side. Like this, like your buddy should not be with this girl. I know, man. So you just got to be times, delicate.
0: How many times have like we you know heard that? And then I'm like, okay, well, let me talk to this girl uh, and let me ask her. Like, and then you talk to them, and that, and then they're like, well, I mean, you know, so and so told me, and like I saw them, and you're like, okay, okay, okay. but like, is there confirmed PNV and like we need to know. I mean, you got to. Like, you got to. I mean, Craig, man, wouldn't you want me to tell you and I, I like Nick, man, wouldn't you want me to tell you like, hey dude, you know, and very delicately, just like you said, Craig, like, hey dude, Nick, you know, let me put you on my knee here real quick and just uh like I, I and I would want y'all to do the same to me, if that's what. Was and it's happening. also gonna like,
1: suck, dick. Like it's gonna suck, like for yes, everyone it's involved, suck. and you're gonna rip your buddy's heart out. But it sounds like you guys are in college. This is shit that you're gonna be dealing with, and there's a lot of fish in the sea. But um, if I guess what we can answer is, how do I tell them this time? If this is, if this is the first time, I think me and Austin are in agreement that you tell them. If it's more than one time, like. I don't know what to tell you dude I've just
0: it's almost like an intervention it's almost like an intervention that that has got to happen and like you pull together some buddies and then you're like hey which I I (laughs) it was documented on on an episode of Southern Charm where Craig and Shep brought brought me to barbecue and they sat
1: me down (laughs) um I well I mean okay so from your perspective Austin put yourself in the position of this guy's friend that he's about to tell. Like, does he sure. have to be open to hearing it or what's going to happen?
0: I think that I'm saying that I would need proof proof and not just, you know, freaking hearsay. Right. Because it depends. Like if, so you the, want if, like if a the video? guy, if like the, ah, oh, not a video, but like, but like, like confirmation from, you know, the guy, or, or tell your friend you know, to get
1: like a screenshot or something. Oh yeah. Like, yes, or, or like the yes, guy that you're yeah, like Yes. Get a screenshot then, right, from the guy because, that you're looking up with.
0: Yes, because if this guy is like Goo goo gaga for her or sorry, what was it? Was it a girl who's dating a guy? Anyways, yeah. like if they're goo goo gaga, then like they can be blind eyed to it and they can be like, No, what are you talking about? Like, no, I know her and she wouldn't do that. Why are you doing this? You you just hate that, like I'm in a relationship and that I don't go to the bar with you anymore. Blah, 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 blah.
1: I would text the girl that claims that she knows the guy and get her to say, and you're not setting the person up. Just be like, when's the last time you hooked up with Nancy? And he's going to be like Thursday. And she'll be like, like this Thursday and be like, like, you know, and if he's like, yeah, we hooked up like that Thursday or whatever. Would that do it for you? Yes. Yes. Yes, it would. Well, good luck. At least your buddy gets to take yeah. his jersey off the wall and um, throw his jersey back on. And that first night out after a breakup is always the best, like with your buddy. I mean, he's probably going to cry. You, you, you just have to, and this goes back to
0: the first question that we answered, the the long novel about the guy who's, you You have to be able to block and move on. Like, oh, it's so hard to say, but like, you got to block you got to block and keep it moving because if you don't then like you're going to fire out some late late night text whether it's anger or horniness and be like hey what are you uh, what are you up to or like fuck you i knew that you'd and and neither of those texts are good so it's like uh oh, man uh, well, young love
1: good luck to all of our besties uh, we've got some incredible questions for next week that we can't wait to answer we will be having some new guests joining us coming up soon. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Pillows and Beer, uh, Kroll the Warrior King, C.A. Conover, Nick Norris, and his Hawkeye Fire Products, which are awesome, uh, Fireplace Products. We've got PillowsandBeer.com, where you can buy tickets for our Milwaukee tour. We are coming to confirmed coming to Nashville and Houston and Boston, a lot of other cities in there. Uh, we are finally getting these dates locked down. Buy some of our merch, PillowsAndBeer.com, but also submit some merch ideas to us. Um, if you win the contest, we are going to make your merch. You will see it out on tour. You get to come backstage with us uh, before one of our shows, see how everything, see how the pudding is made. And, um I just thought of like the don't meet your heroes thing Not that we're anyone's heroes But I think it would actually be fun to hang with us You know I don't Hopefully we don't disappoint We're a blast Craig We're an absolute blast
0: And then not not We're saving the best for last A new episode of Southern Charm on tonight oh, yeah. Watch 9 Southern PM.
1: Charm 9pm on TV. Bravo. All right, guys. Alright well, guys We love you all Cheers. Hey, puppy dog. Did you get a new animal? No, he's been here. What's up, pillows and beers
0: listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.